Hey, it's Page Avenue Crew Podcast. My name's Adam. I'm Dan. Josh. I'm Ryan. Also Josh. And holy shit, this is the uh, first time ever we've had two Joshes. We've had repeats of like a whole bunch of names. We have two Joshes. The second Josh, his name is Josh Head. He's our old buddy from Emory. Welcome, bud. Hey. 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 Great to be here. If you guys don't know the band Emory, you're dumb. I thought we were talking to Head from Um, Corn. Google it. Damn it. And we're at least on the second or third page of Google if you Google the (laughs) Emory band. New band. How many O's (laughs) do you have to click on to get to? Yeah, a lot. A lot of the O's. Three O's in. You'll find Uh, us. Hi. It's been a while. I haven't seen you in a hot minute. Yeah. Well, I live in Seattle. Yes. We live in St. Louis. That that makes it a little harder to see each other. It's a good, like, almost 30 hours drive, right? Between probably because you drove so. back, yeah, from here straight home, right? I don't remember. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I think I drove. Did we go to another tour after that tour? I don't know. No, that I was don't. the end. Remember, you didn't leave Dan's house. We should tell the story. Oh yeah, but we, we, we can get to that one. That that'll oh, get. Yeah. Uh, should we start at the beginning of that story? Yeah, they don't even know. What <laughs> we're we're gonna work about. our way backwards. <laughs> it's inception. Josh Head. I don't know. I don't know if it's the way your front lit super hard. I don't know what's going on. Uh, you look younger than you did <laughs> before. Has anybody else got that vibe? Like yeah. I have, I, mean, I have got the, one of the plugins. You have a Snapchat for filter Chrome. It's this, yeah. the Snapchat filter. You want a CRISPR? Yes. He's <laughs> got the CRISPR. Yeah, CRISPR. <laughs> I'm not, the thing, yeah, there is natural light coming through the windows here, uh, but. Oh, yeah, it's still daytime there. Yeah, it's two hours oh. earlier there. Mm, good, boy. Yeah. God, looks good. I use some creams. You got a crucial beard going on. I like it. Yeah, got, it's very nice. It I am a little disappointed that we can't see your hair right now because when I see you on Instagram, you look like a real true wizard, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> Majestic <laughs> as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying, yeah, I'm working out my Gandalf costume for next yeah. this Halloween. Yeah. The gray. Josh, the gray. what are you drinking? It looks red. Hey, man. I don't know what to tell you. It does look red. I thought you. I thought you were drinking grenadine, like yeah. <laughs> I just I fucking drink grenadine. Oh, yeah, I was, cherry! I was, I was so confused. Josh Wills has the wrong so filter confused. on. You should get Josh Head's filter. I don't have that. I don't know what it is. May, may, maybe the light bouncing off my purple wall and my red shirt makes this red. Maybe. Maybe. Let's just fix this all right now, and call you what we called you when we were on tour together, the shaman. The, the shaman. shaman. Yeah. The shaman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Still. every time we have two of the same name person. People same on any persons. tour, same name person, <laughs> same name person on any tour that we do, we can't have two Joshes. So can't have two we, Josh. I think like the first day we just started calling you the shaman just cause you, you look wise with your, with your majestic hair. I discovered that I had always, I've always been known as the shaman shortly after that. So yeah, I think maybe you told us that story and like, you were like, yeah, this, probably people did. call me the shaman. Giving sometimes. yourself a nickname seems like something <laughs> I would do. And we were like, cool. Well, we're calling you the I shaman guess. then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've, all, they've all, uh, always Weird. called me that. So you guys yeah, just probably, call me that now. Yeah. They, I, yeah. They call me cool Ethan. <laughs> <laughs> so we toured with Emery for the first time in Australia in like, like maybe on like the black swan mm-hmm. tours, right? Yes. That's right. 08, 09-ish? Maybe a little before. Was that right? Was that the Flogging Molly one? Yeah, yeah Flogging Molly. Yeah, no, that was, that was in the wake. That far back? Holy shit. Yeah. Wow, okay. Oh. Right? It was like 2005 or six, right? Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, six. Yeah. yeah, it was Story of the Year. Spring of 06. Yeah, spring of right. six. yeah. Right. Story of the yeah. Year, Flogging Molly, and Emery. What a mm-hmm. odd lineup that kind of is. I mean, mainly the Flogging Molly part, uh, but it was fucking awesome. It was very yeah. awesome. It was a smash. Smash hit. That makes sense because there's a bunch of stuff in our second DVD of us all drunk. Like Chris Campbell was there and Chad and everything and and Biff. 
Yeah, in the yep. lobby where <laughs> they were super drunk on wine and Chris Campbell's lips were all purple and, and his teeth and shit. Remember this shit? And he's yeah. he's talking and Biff's like, uh, next he's going to learn the alphabet. Right? <laughs> yeah. When he's all hammered. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. that tour. And then was it nothing else in the States before you drove for us with your bus? I think no, it was we, just random festivals. And, yeah, some festivals. Yeah, a couple festivals. But we did, we were in Austin with them. At some point in time, that's yeah. when we finally saw their their sweet bus. Yeah, that's bus, right. Which, yeah, which we sadly sold. Oh, oh yeah, no way. Sold uh, piece. two weeks ago. Yeah, maybe a week ago. Yeah. Whoa, really? Bummer. Who did you sell it to? What's the story there? I don't know. We ended up getting a second one. Actually, we had two ballers. Uh, yeah, we had a second one. What are you three eleven? I know. Because exactly. yeah, like, well, you guys didn't want to ride with each other. That, yeah, yeah. And I had my own bus. Three eleven. Uh, <laughs> No, we the white bus that eventually had a, what we thought was a pretty bad engine failure, like potentially a cracked engine block. So um, we were going to get a new engine for it and while we were on a tour. And uh, I just f- was on the internet and found a bus in the middle of nowhere, Idaho, uh, for less than what it cost to get a new engine. So we were just like, <laughs> why don't we just buy another one and yeah, set yeah. up a new engine? So we did. We bought it from Whoa. this Mennonite family, um, and yeah, it was it was like a year newer, and but it was a more modern body, so it was a little bigger, it was just wider and a little taller. And, did you so, have to um, like redo the whole inside again? Y- no, yes, they just did. restored from iCloud backup and just the whole new yeah, inside. Just did I, <laughs> came in from the old one. Put that in there. I didn't know if they had already like set that bus up if they sold yeah. it to you like that. No, it was it was gutted. They had gutted it already, which is nice. So just to, to real quick though to back up because everybody's like, what the fuck are you talking about buses for listeners? Emery at some point. Owned a by state. <laughs> what year did you get this bus and do this originally? Oh, uh, two. It would have been two thousand, like two seven or eight. Two thousand eight. It was an eighty three Eagle, right? Uh, MCI. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the yeah. kind of bus that you see in like an old movie about a baseball team, basically. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, so, exactly. instead of touring in a van or paying you know a thousand dollars a day for an expensive bus, they bought this old bus and completely made it their own tour bus, built out the whole thing. What did you guys spend on it all together? Oh, 10 grand maybe. Damn. Maybe 12. That's crazy. Yeah, that's incredible. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> that's, crazy right? that's fucking super cheap. Yeah, the bus was like five originally and then five or six. And then we spent it. Oh no, maybe 50. Uh, after the generator, after we got that generator, the diesel generator, probably like, like less than 20 grand. Because a generator is like seven thousand dollars, so that's one tour worth of expense. Yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I know, not even. Yeah, dude, I, I always had so yeah. much respect for like for you guys for doing that. It's like pretty bold, but damn, dude, that's gangster as fuck. Like this, the the buses you rent are seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. You guys yeah. just played a couple weeks worth of shows and just bought one outright, owned yeah, it, and I just thought that was so yeah. fucking cool. You know, it was fun. I mean, it saved. It probably kept us as a band honestly touring consistently than we would have because we went back to a you know i mean you guys have done it too you yep. go from renting a bus to back in your van and you're just like mm. no this sucks hell no <laughs> how the hell do we do this for yeah, yeah. Ten, how do we do this shit dude, we did no like way. a slow like yeah. downgrade it was like a uh, bus then yeah. we rented like a couple cruise americas like yeah, rvs yeah. and then we went back to a van it was like a uh, uh, no, this, no, this definitely yeah. sucks. Slow descent to hell. Yeah. Once we did the bus and once we went to one tour in the van, we're like, okay, we got to do something else. We're not, <laughs> we, we can't buy something. We literally can't do that again. Do we run an RV? And then, uh, yeah, we just were like, let's just make our own bus. 
just that's buy so one. awesome dude so. yep and then we we saw it on tour randomly like we just met yeah, up with yeah. you guys wherever we saw you and we we're like holy shit and we all hung out in your bus and partied yeah, with you fun. i think that night i remember then, you bringing us in and we were like all of us were like holy we're like, shit dude like we were just we're like, like you can do this you can buy your yeah. own stuff and make and it and if people watching this actually saw the inside of that bus you might not go holy shit it was pretty <laughs> no, well, dude. <laughs> where it we was, came it, from though it like yeah. it resonated yeah. with us a lot it's like yeah. your yeah your parents basement in high school yeah, it was yeah fun. A- adam that the adam that's what it is it totally resonated with us like for me oh it definitely struck a chord with me man because like that's that's like that tour bus is like a man it like represented my whole life up to that point like hey i, I can't yeah. figure this out i don't have enough money to do this i'll just fucking build it I'll just, yeah. you know, like our first band trailer, uh, I we built out of a motorcycle trailer. Um, With two by fours and plywood and fucking AstroTurf. <laughs> so yeah, awesome. It looked like a small house. <laughs> we had a chicken coop. <laughs> well, yeah, like one of those mini houses that you see on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. It, was a dog, yeah, yeah. it was a dog house on wheels. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just <laughs> like amazing. super inspiring. And I, I like walked in and my brain just immediately started reeling about like the stuff I would do different, like how I would yeah. build the bunks. Like, I don't know. I just, that shit is fucking dope, you know? They were cool. I want to get one. I mean, I... I'm bummed we when we sold them because we just we're not touring obviously no one yeah. is but yeah. we had rented us we rented a Sprinter finally like uh, 2019 because we were just we're doing like two weeks at a time now and we're just like this is actually not bad we can do this and get yeah. hotels again and not and because we're not driving we don't do 500 mile drives anymore it's like we're just right. not gonna we don't need to have that that space you know so yeah um so we just we're like well we these things just sit in Nashville. So eventually yeah, we've had them on Craig. Someone bought them. I don't even know who I just shipped. I remember I shipped the title out to some dude and. Oh, so you own sprinter vans. No, we don't have them. No, we just rented one just to try it. And then, oh, okay. uh, we oh, decided saying, to, okay, gotcha. yeah, we decided buses. to sell the buses and buy one. But, but I, I bet yeah. they sold quick, just like with the whole like van life thing. And just, yeah, what that shit is so in vogue right now. Like I bet they sold really quick, huh? They were, that was that, no, they're on there for a couple months, but yeah, not, not crazy, not crazy yeah. long. I mean, it's a pretty big under, I mean, if, you know, driving that thing's a, it can be, intim- it's intimidating. Well, just but, the upkeep in general. Like, yeah. You have to be your own mechanic know. and shit a lot of times, yes. right? As, as you know, from that tour. And you and how many other people in the band or the crew got CDL? Commercial driver's oh, license. Oh, okay. So that's a good story. No one. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because that isn't a, because so, um, it's an RV. Those are both yeah. registered as RVs, so you don't need oh, a special yeah. license. Yeah, so, like, I think yeah. you we have, have a CDL a, um, if it's like you you rent it out. Like it, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you own it, it, it doesn't yeah, matter. It's a licensing. Well, thing. if you own it and convert it to, it has to be like, for instance, it can't seat, which is they can't seat more than fifteen people, which is why fifteen passenger vans are, and it has to have sleep a sleeping area, and it has to have a bathroom, and it yeah, has yeah. to have. Supposed to have a way to cook food, which we uh, we eventually got a microwave on that tour <laughs> yeah. you guys are on. Yeah, so. yeah we, we did <laughs> on the ground under the seat, right? Uh, yeah, that. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that that's furthering the story. I feel like yeah. I'll have the receiver on that bus. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm still good. It was nice. We used it. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yeah. We always tell everybody that was yours. Like, oh, this is story of the year's receiver under here, uh, blasting our tunes. Yeah, we leave good tips. It was a really nice. It was a really nice one. I think it was pretty nice. Yeah. It I think was. I, remember being, I, re- I can't really remember. <laughs> yeah, I remember like three or four months later, we were doing like a show in St. Louis, and I was looking for it, and I went, "Son of a bitch, I left it on the fucking bus." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's interest. It's really funny. It's fine. Well, but we'll I was going to say, we ended up, we did a tour, and after we had seen this bus that you guys made, we were like, hey, can we rent that from you guys? Are you guys doing anything for this month here? I think it was when we did the Flyleaf tour, right? Was yeah. that yeah. the tour yeah. we did that on? 
Yeah, so uh, we rented the bus for a month or whatever from Emory, from, and then Josh Head, the shaman, came out, and he was our driver slash tech. Driver, mostly. And uh, <laughs> half the time driving, half the time teching, half the time Ryan would drive. Yeah. And, or half the time partying. Phil sometimes, but yeah. Four halves, all together. Yeah, most, mostly Listen, we were all just partying. Four halves of me. That's mostly we lived sides. in this vehicle and just partied for a month and a half because we were opening for Flyleaf, so we didn't really have any responsibilities on that tour. It was pretty easy. And your dad Dude. came out with you at the beginning, right? Yeah, Joe. Yeah, because yeah, because I had a yeah. We were the ending a tour. I th- no, no. What was I doing? I can't remember what I was doing. We might have been in the studio or something. I know I had to miss the first two shows. Oh, that's right. Um, so he oh, drove yeah, it he out. He brought it out. Yeah, he, right. dro- he drove yeah, it out yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He but drove it out, right. and then I met him after the first show. I think in Boston. Like that. Where was the first yeah, show? Boston. But yeah. we knew your dad because he had toured with you guys forever, and or just you know came out and hang with you guys. And yeah. in Australia, we spent a bunch of time hanging out. Yeah. For the record, Josh Head's dad, Joe, is. The dude is just he's like cool. the raddest yeah. dad ever. He's more famous than anyone in the band, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's just—he's just an old—he's an older version of you. He just hangs out and he's just a cool dude. Our first year doing Warp Tour, people would come knock on our bus looking for my dad, <laughs> like in other bands, like guys from All American Rejects. Hey, Joe here? I'd be like, oh, "You're his son, right?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." Yeah, I don't know. He's at the merch table. I don't know where he is. Just, <laughs> yeah, have people show up just looking. Yeah, uh, sorry, ladies. Uh, what time is it? He has a signing at three. So yeah, he's got his own. Yeah, he's doing like I literally think, though. There'd be yeah. I think the first show was Boston of that tour was Boston, yes. and, and we flew in, and our shit was all delayed, and we were all in a crazy hurry. We got there an hour before doors open. You guys remember this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Ryan, you left your computer in a cab. Yep. That's what I say. I left oh, my backpack yeah. with my computer, oh, my hard drive with all my Pro Tools files on it for like yes, the next record. Shit. And like my whole life, I left in the bag. And uh, your dad was like so concerned and like was helping me call like different companies, try to figure out what like, your dad like was really helpful, you know, in, in getting awesome. it back. And the cab driver came back. We, we tracked down who it was. He came back. I just like emptied my wall. I gave him like 200 and whatever, like bucks in cash. He like brought it back and. I don't know. It was like a cool kind of moment I had with your dad is like trying to solve. I remember this problem, sitting, you know? sitting in the dressing room and you were, we were like supposed to go on stage in like 20 minutes or something. Yeah, and yeah. You're just losing your mind. You're like, Oh my God, what the fuck? And I think it all played out like right before the show or something. Right. Yeah. It wasn't even about my computer. Like you got it back right before we went on. It was my hard drive full of all of our, my pro tools files and like our demos and shit like that. Yeah. I, was, I didn't fuck the computer. I was like, that's all my music, you know, that'd be terrifying. I don't know. Yeah. I remember that, that was, back. that was my first tour that I had to tour manage our band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i was like i'm freaking out every day because like cash and all like it was just like it was yeah. so stupid i was like what am i doing <laughs> hey all of our our core fan base that is, that supports us so much all the patrons everybody that's like fully there that knows m- pretty much everything about us when we talk shit on the constant on that album i feel like a lot of it <laughs> has like the feelings of the downward spiral of touring and shit josh being the tour manager and us being in a van and all that kind of shit wrapped up into it so we're sorry if you love that album <laughs> it was a rough time uh, yep b- uh b- but that being said that wound up being one of my favorite tours we've ever done and like same i, I promise i'm not just saying this because you're on the podcast and we haven't talked to you in a lot of years uh it had so much to do with you dude um <laughs> which leads me to my next point i remember i, I i've always wanted to ask you this because I want to know if you were fucking with me or not, okay? It was one of <laughs> okay. those nights where, like, you were driving the bus, the sun was coming up, you know, I was still awake, and I was just sitting there talking to you, and you told me your whole backstory about growing up in, like, a cabin-slash-house that your dad built with no electricity, no running, 
all this shit. You just like told me until you were 15, you didn't have electricity and all that stuff. And I just like, to this day, I'm just like, were you fucking with me? <laughs> that was, that's true. <laughs> Dude, tell <laughs> us. Like 13 or 14, yeah. Right up until junior Dude, high. Dude, tell us about this. Yeah. I, oh, guys, it's long. Well, my, my parents are hippies. So, but basically, my parents, my dad found this, he was trying to throw a party for him and his hippie friends and found some guy who lived out in the woods in this, at the time in a shack, a plywood, like tin roof shack, 85 acres out by Mount Rainier, which is about hour and a half from Seattle, downtown Seattle. So not like super remote, but remote in a small town of like 400 people. It's very small, but two miles outside of town on a, like the driveway was a logging road. Like it's nothing yeah. out, literally nothing out there. Nobody with nobody within miles, a couple miles. Bigfoot. Uh, yeah, Bigfoot was out there. But like, yeah, so, the, and they, my dad decided the guy that he met was like, long story short, that guy was not going to caretake the property. And, and my, he was like, you want to do it? And my dad goes, yes, I'll move out here. Him and my mom moved out there. And like three years later, I was born and we lived in a, a shack. So they, he was just like, hey, take care of this property and you can just live here. Yeah. Like, so he care took it for uh, um, some people, like um, some real estate a development firm that all the, the partners had all retired and split up. It's all these older people and they just had a few pieces of property around Washington state. And this was one of them and it's huge. No electricity was out there. It would have cost at the time hundreds of thousands, like it would have cost, I think a hundred thousand dollars in, in 1977 when my parents moved out there to bring electricity out to the property. So <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. no, no, no running water. There's a lake on the property and a river on the back 40. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was a shack. I, I, I used to, I remember, yeah, my parents, at least until I was, until I was five years old, I bathed like in the lake in the summertime or like, Damn, my dad would get water. And, but yeah, they like, had no candlelight, um, lanterns. That's what, that's what Ryan wants to do now. Dude, that's yeah, what I'm saying. Cool. Like, I talked to Joe, dude. Fin, dude. Hit up my dad, he'll tell you what to do. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's possible. I get all romantic evidently. about that shit. Like, to, that sounds like, half of it sounds horrible, but more... It more sounds fucking awesome to me. Yeah, like just we eventually crazy- had running water inside. My dad like w- there, so there's a spring that fed the lake um, that was just down the hill from the house, maybe a hundred yards from the house. Where, well, it was a house, it was a shack. My dad and his friends he did. pulled, he literally built the log cabin from trees they pulled out of the forest. He fell in the lake. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then. Yeah, there was a spring, and he just sunk a pipe into the spring, and then everyone's frozen. I don't know if they can hear me or not, but maybe it's me. Okay, I don't know what happened here. You're frozen if you can hear us. All right, we'd like to thank Josh Head for uh, the shaman for being on the program tonight. Uh, dude, his his bar has already been uh, fucking, they already repoed everything. <laughs> and I'd also like to say RIP. Sorry for your loss. They took it. They took all the stuff. Yeah. Started without electricity, ended without electricity. <laughs> okay, really weird. There, there you we go. are. He back. Yeah, I was, I was telling a story, and I thought you guys all froze, so I just kept going. <laughs> yeah. I just kept going. Yeah, so. we, we didn't talk for a second. We were like, he'll come back. He'll come back. Okay, so we lost it. you at, um, you eventually got power and running water. Yeah, oh, yeah we did. Yeah. Well, we didn't have power. My dad got a generator, so we'd have, like, electricity sometimes at night, you know, for dinner, or maybe a TV. My parents had, like, a little black and white TV with rabbit ears, you know. Yeah, it got, Star, it got like Star Trek. We could watch Star Trek. <laughs> nice. Are the police coming to get you? Yeah, or who's someone getting else? arrested? Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, I got it. I'm fine. I'm in the. You're in the panic room. I'm in a bunker. Uh, it's cool. So were you homeschooled? I was homeschooled till college. Wow. Damn. Nice. Where'd so, you go to college then? Shoreline Community College. 
All right. Mm. It's prestigious. I dropped out. That was your first like uh, experience with going to school? Was yes. Yeah. Community I college? Was 19, 19, almost 20. Yeah. That's crazy. Years old. Yeah. You burned your bra. You protested. You, yeah, like, I went. To the whole thing. I dro- yeah, dropped out. I was like, fuck, <laughs> fuck this, man. Fuck the system. <laughs> I went to audio engineering school there. They had they had just had the best audio engineering program. That's where, that's where Sprink, Aaron Sprinkle went to audio engineering mm. school. I took the same ah. program as him, but like 10 years after he did. Sparkle. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, the woods. We Yeah, that was a true story. That's awesome, the, dude. That's crazy, man. I didn't know it was weird till high school, till we moved. And then I went to a bigger town and like had other friends and they're like, wait, what do you mean you didn't have electricity or a telephone? <laughs> You're like, this is normal, right? And I was That's like, what everybody you know, did, right? No, yeah, there's no phone. So we went into town and I'd use the payphone. Uh, the only f- bad thing about it, I loved it, except on occasion when I was a kid and I would see my friends like during the week, church or something, you know, see them. And then they'd be like, they'd be like, hey, come over and spend the night or hang out on Saturday or Sunday when they didn't have school. And then I would be excited and get up early in the morning and like get my toys out and be all excited. And then by noon, if they weren't coming, like their parents had something else to do, but they had no way to tell us, I would just be depressed. Be like, oh, oh, shit. Yeah. Man. Just waiting. I guess my, guess my friends aren't coming over. Yeah. They had no way to tell my parents that, yeah. oh, we're not coming to your house in the middle of the woods. You get a letter three days later. It's yeah, like, days, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. They weren't hip on carrier pigeons and shit. <laughs> yeah, no, we didn't have that. We should have got one of those or a, some type of like a, a hawk. Could have sent a motherfucker on horseback <laughs> at least. Some type of like one of those like you know outback like crocodile <laughs> yeah. Dundee things. Yeah, yeah, one of those. We should have got smoke signals. Something. <laughs> yeah, smoke something. Yeah. So did but. did you have do you have siblings? Yeah, two younger brothers. Yeah, not much younger. One a year and a half, and then four years younger. So did they? Were they homeschooled as well? Hmm. Yeah. So it was like some Captain Fantastic kind of shit. You know that it, movie? When I, yeah, I saw that movie and it reminded me of parts of it a, a lot of growing up. Yeah, for sure. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is like definitely not like the hand-to-hand combat and stuff like that. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> but, well, fuck, yeah. Now I'm disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it was pretty. I mean, yeah, we had a garden and horses. Yeah. I mean, I had, a, I had my own pony as a kid. We had chickens and a, I had a goat. That's tired. Lots of weird boss, and and then your parents retired yeah. in Hawaii, right? Yeah, yeah, they moved to Hawaii. Yeah, I remember your dad telling us like, "Yeah, I usually just don't wear shoes. This is the first time I've had shoes on since <laughs> you know, like when I had to go to the airport. I had yeah, shoes on. Shoes on. He doesn't wear them. Doesn't wear them. Yeah, God. pretty nice. Yeah. What's their What's their address in Hawaii? I know they just moved. Dude, they just moved back. They just moved back uh, last year. At, awesome. They moved back one month, like January of 2020, like a month before. Oh, wow. Whoa. Yeah. The pandemic, Did they move so. back to, to to Washington? Yeah. they. It's like they live about an hour and a half north of Seattle. It's called Gold Bar. It's kind of out in the sticks a little bit. It's nice. So the last year was just totally normal for them. They're just like, oh, yeah, we don't, much, we, we don't do anything cool. Yeah, you whatever. The same with me. I was like, this is like growing up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see I don't see anyone for a year. <laughs> All yeah. right. <laughs> 12, first 12 years of my life were pretty much like that. So not that weird. Yeah, dude, I'm just like, I'm en- endlessly fucking fascinated by that. And I have wondered on many occasions, like, was that dude fucking with me? Like, was that, you know, I'm, I'm really I mean, happy to hear it's real. You know? And it probably could have been weird if my parents weren't so like, my, you know, reformed hippies, if you want to call it. But like we did, like my parents took us out to the city, like to like weird there's this festival in Seattle called Folk Life, which is like this hippie and bumbershoot and all these like. So we got to. Exp- I got even though I grew up, you would think super sheltered, and it wasn't at all. Like I had a very progressive, uh, yeah, childhood. 
yeah. going to going to hippie festivals and seeing like naked people smoking. Like I knew what weed was, and I was like seven. But I was like, oh, that's just this thing called marijuana. <laughs> Everyone around <laughs> here smoking it. Yeah. Your dad used to grow it. Um, so yeah. <laughs> It would be yeah, weird if yeah. you were in like a, a compound situation, though. You know, with like other people and like keeping yeah. with armed cards and stuff. That, yeah, that would be weird. It, it could have gone that route. <laughs> I'm glad my yeah, that, God. You didn't go the cult route, so that's yeah, cool. we did not go the cult. Thank you, mom and dad, for not getting sucked into that shit. Um, this might be horrifically offensive to people in the middle of the country where we are, but there's this thing, like that. There's something about being like. On the West Coast, you know, uh, in Portland, outside of Portland, outside of Seattle, like, on, you know, in the Pacific Northwest, where that works. But I feel like if you're in Missouri or Oklahoma, like, you're in the middle of the country and you're, like, out in the middle of nowhere, you, you don't... I, I you don't, don't think turn you, out like Josh Head. You don't turn out like Josh Head. That's what I'm trying well, to say. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm lucky that there was a, a diverseness of culture within driving, you know, a major city an hour and a half from being literally in the middle of the woods. Like there's not a yeah. lot of, not a lot of cultural centers like that far. You can just get into, yeah. If you saw where I grew up, you would not guess. You would think I was in the middle of Alaska or something like that. Yeah. It's literally an hour and a half. Yeah. From Seattle. Well, it's like, I guess to, to even like go a step further, like, I guess for me, it's like, like you go, you know, around like Pennsylvania, right? I have a buddy that lives in Westchester, like, these little small towns in Pennsylvania, little small towns on the East Coast, on the West Coast, where they're like super progressive, really fucking expensive and really yeah. blue. Um, yeah. And there's like these small towns, you know, like in New Hampshire and shit, uh, really high, high education, like all that. We don't have that in the Midwest. If you're in a really small town in the rural Midwest, it's like fucking meth. It's like yeah, yeah, really, really like straight Hoosier shit. And I, I know that's like really offensive and like a very broad generalization, but like it seems to be apt, you know? Yeah. Totally. And for anyone who's not from St. Louis, a Hoosier is like a fucking hick. That's what people say in St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, well, you, you're not going to go like three hours outside of St. Louis in some random small town and find like a bastion of culture and like right. a bunch <laughs> yeah, of like, yeah, 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 totally. you know, nope. you don't, I mean, you're, there's definitely friends of my, and people I grew up with and there's plenty of meth and <laughs> friends of mine who did not get out of that small town. Rocks. If you yeah. if you stay there, if you don't, I mean, yeah, like I said, I was lucky. My parents were avidly. I mean, they grew up. My dad was. I mean, yeah, my dad lived in Venice Beach in the seventies and early seventies. So nice. It was a hippie and grew weed and marijuana and like. So he wanted, to, and my dad's way. Obviously, you guys loves music and all that stuff. So they yeah they didn't move out there to shelter their family. They like moved out there because my dad was like, this is just gonna be cool. I guess yeah yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And, but we're still going to go into the city and, yeah, see cool shit. So so your parents would have hung, would have hung out with Alex P. Keaton's parents? Yes. Yeah. See, I didn't know that was that way. I want to watch that show now because I wonder if I, I probably will see some similarities between those characters and my folks for sure. Dude, you should watch it. We were, we were talking about Family Ties before this. I've been watching. My wife and I have been going back and trying to watch some old shows and shit, and some of them really hold up. Family Ties is like, I mean, I you know. People our age, Back to the Future, Michael J. Fox, that dude was just like, to me, was like a rock star for a little bit, you know? So I grew up watching Family Ties, and I didn't realize at the time, because I was a child, of course, like the premise was these old hippies that have to like deal with being family people and having careers and trying to raise their kids. <clears throat> They're like still very progressive, but their kid turns out to be like <laughs> in the Young Republicans Club and all this shit. And in like the first couple episodes, they're talking about like racial and gender uh, inequities and all kinds of like really 
poignant, like, or like relevant stuff to today. And, uh, it's like, in some ways it, it, it feels dated as hell, but in terms of like its message, it's good to watch. And I think you'd, you'd dig it right now. I'm gonna try it. I still think that <laughs> those Michael J. Fox Pepsi commercials are the best commercials I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the, the Xerox one where he takes a piece of paper and Remember, he prints a Pepsi can out and then he drinks out of it. It's, oh, yeah. I don't so remember this sick. at all. It's the best. You got to look it up. It's the best commercial. Dude. Hey, Adam. It's so you're good. T- you're talking about like shows from your childhood and like one of your childhood heroes, right? Yep. Dude, I'm going to take a real quick sidebar if it's cool. No. Those motherfuckers. Very hella cool. Those motherfuckers yeah. from uh, the Sodi Discord. <laughs> yeah. They did the cool Oh, jo- dude. Holy shit. Dude. Dude, Adam, this is okay. Our patrons, our wonderful patrons, our, our wonderful patrons got a cameo from Bill Allen, who plays Crew Jones in the movie Rad, my all-time favorite movie from my childhood. Rad, <laughs> it's this BMX movie. Yeah, dude, Crew Jones, straight up cameo. Yeah, cameo. Cameo. It's where you can get a personalized it's message called, yeah, from yeah. someone. It's called yeah, yeah. cameo. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Guys, but like cameo. Adam, like I, I, I was sitting there just like, uh. I open up my Instagram to post some shit or whatever, and it just—it's the only thing that pops up since it's the only thing on Instagram I look at. <laughs> you know, yeah. it just like <laughs> pops up, and it's fucking Crew Jones. And he goes, "Oh hey, hey Ryan Phillips, that's cool. You playing Story of the Year, blah blah." <laughs> Dude, I've watched this movie literally hundreds of times. I have the actual bike from the movie twenty feet from me in my basement. I have the original movie poster, a Rad Racing T-shirt. I have his fucking. Hold on, watch it. <laughs> I have his book. I have his you book. You do have the book. <laughs> it was, is it like a biography? What is it? Yeah, it's his. I have an autographed copy of his book. The original, <laughs> the original movie poster I bought off eBay. Dude, this, this Adam, this would be like you meeting Mark Hamill. You know what I'm Holy saying? Shit. Or Adam, or Dan, or fucking Josh, you meeting Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's what happened. <laughs> if you got a message from fucking Mark Hamill, that's what happened to me. And uh, it, it, because. All right, I have too many. You think Arnold's here. on cameo? No, but the whole yeah, cameo it, thing it, it like costs fifteen hundred bucks. <laughs> or like if I if I can meet the shaman from from Emory. Yeah, it, like, it's like that. Like that, yeah. I might be on there. I should. But anyway, get a cameo. Let, let me. I'm let Emory's me wrap, biggest fan. Let me wrap up this thought. Uh, the whole cameo thing. I thought it was like, kind of, just being completely honest. I thought it was kind of like sad. It was like there's something about it that seemed a little like sad, like D-list kind of celebrities, like you know, wishing people happy birthday and stuff. <laughs> until I, I seriously I was like not to be judgmental but I was like there's something about it that seems a little sad to me and then I got one from fucking Crew Jones and the amount of joy it literally made my entire day and I was like the world's fucking awesome like what a fucking yeah. cool thing you know it was amazing yeah I mean it it definitely could be like a like a cash grab like well here's my last little bit of relevance kind of thing it is but who cares but like for maybe maybe for some people it's that maybe for some like former celebrities it's that but for other people Maybe it's just like a cool opportunity to connect. I mean, like in it in its best form, and it's like in its purest form, it's just the exact experience that you had, dude. Yes, and I feel like the people who created it, I like to give them the benefit of the doubt and assume that that's what they hoped for it, rather than it just being like, I don't know, what else can you make money on? You know what I mean? I was just embarrassed at my fucking stupid ego that like I was just quick to. Ju- I was just kind of embarrassed with myself that I was just like, oh, there's some. Just it's just kind of sad. A bunch of D-listers like just trying to make money off people that don't know any better. 
And I just thought it was kind of sad. And like I said, I got a message from Crew Jones, and it, I was like, I'm so fucking thankful. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it's my childhood hero. It's fucking sweet, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Quite a tangent. Sorry, but I was pumped. Okay, so Josh Head, how did you go from, when did you start playing music? Sorry this turned into an actual interview, but I'm like, I feel like <laughs> the only time we ever talked about this, we were probably really blackout fucking drunk <laughs> in your bus. <laughs> when did you start playing music? For real, when did you meet your band? How did all that shit happen from from the woods to being on tour in Australia? Uh, music, I was 17, almost 18. I played drums with my two best friends in high school, and I was fucking terrible. <laughs> I mean, I knew nothing. I started playing drums with my two best friends. One played bass and jazz band, and my, my buddy Dave and my friend Chris played guitar. And, I mean, I didn't even know what a measure was. I didn't know what a the word downbeat meant when I was starting to try playing drums and they're like, okay, you know, just do this on the downbeat. And I'm like, yeah, got it. And I must've been absolutely horrifying. They didn't say anything about it um, at all. I do that. I do that now. Dude, I was just like, it must've been, I must've been just playing something and thinking I was playing with them, but I was, I don't even know what they, no no, man, they play to you. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, it was, but I got better at it, obviously. I got way, I was like, oh, this is fun. Drums are fun. So yeah, I started playing drums until I was, man, yeah, all through high school, college, played in like church bands and uh, not like, an, but not any actual band until Emory. But that was, um, I met those guys working at Guitar Center. Oh, well. Yeah, I worked at, because I, you know, went to Shoreline, my first college experience for a year, dropped out and then got a job at Guitar Center as any as one does <laughs> as one does yes. in Paradio. uh and uh and those guys moved to Seattle um in 2001 I'd worked there for like a year at the time maybe two, maybe a year and a half or something and then I just I met uh Matt and then Joel our old bass player Chopper uh and I had this studio in my house in out in Seattle and they were a band and we became buddies and they're like looking for a place to record and we just kind of just conversations like you guys just record at my house or something and then yeah a year later, I'm in the band. That's pretty much <laughs> it. They're like, we need a keyboard player. And I was like, well, I never played keyboard, but I'll well, do that's it. the thing with like all the white buttons, but like some also black buttons. Yes, there's also some black ones in there. Let's, let me stick to one They're hand. They're skinny, right? It's synth. Yeah, I mean, it's to this day, I'm not much better of a, of a I'm not a piano player. I, I play synthesizer and I can program some music, but um, me and me and me and Toby, me and Toby joke about that that we're not any better musicians than when we started in this band. <laughs> and Dave is like Matt and Devin and Dave are drastically better. Dave's a better piano player than I am by far. Like this, not he's not even close. <laughs> it's our yeah. Some things I'm better drummer. at now. But some things I'm worse at oh, as far dude, as music go. Like because there's things I just stopped caring about. You know, I used to like yeah. be better at drums or yeah. guitar than I am now, but. Yeah, I cared about piano when I was first joining the band. I learned all of, I was like stoked learning all the Emory songs and I know all of our songs really well and maybe two other songs on piano, maybe. <laughs> Tops. I'm like, I just don't care to learn them. I'm like, I don't need to learn. I can play the shit out of Home Sweet Home. <laughs> yeah, I can play. I can play. Oh, I mean, I can play a couple Coldplay songs that will make you cry for <laughs> yeah. sure. As long as but, you got a few that you're yeah, like, look, I, gotta, I play piano. Let me go. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I'm really I good at this. this. Uh, yeah. Yep, everybody's That's always it. like, you can play piano. I'm like, yeah, really, really can. Yeah, yeah. yeah you want to hear uh, Home Sweet Home again? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when we play it again, I can do that one again. Yeah. You want to hear Walls again? Uh, <laughs> you ripped, though, on stage, and that's fucking all that matters. Yeah, you, you faked it until you made it. We made it until we made it. That only happened because Toby was eventually, you know, we're t- starting to play shows all the time in Seattle. And, you know, Toby used to do all the screaming pretty much, or Matt some, Devin, but they were just like, 
one day Toby was like, well, now you're in the band and you don't really play much keyboards. <laughs> so, uh, you need to learn how to scream. <laughs> you got to do all this screaming. Just stuff. learn how to scream. And I was like, okay. I w- and I wish at the time I would have said, well, you know, you're a vocal major in college. Can you teach me how to do this? <laughs> Instead, I, I just tried to figure it out and just ruined my voice for about a decade. Yeah. Um, That's the yeah, only was, way to learn. I guess so. Yeah. I mean, it's not good. I, I've gone back and heard shows like towards when I knew my voice, when I was like not doing it right. And I, I could dra- noticeably hear like, I don't have whatever it is in here that used to work properly does not work. And I've heard sh- live shows and been like, oh my God, this sounds... So terrible. I feel bad for people <laughs> paying to see me. Not, I wouldn't say it seemed like kind of yell on a microphone. Um, yeah, not great. But I got better. I, I've learned I got better. You figured it out. Yeah, you, you figured it out. And you're also the dude that, like, no disrespect to your bandmates, but, like, you're also the dude that people look at on stage. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's the, you know, it's the youthful appearance, <laughs> as you said. It's chiseled features. The, uh, <laughs> the shaman-like head. Majestic yeah. haircut. And if you don't know the band and you first come in, you're like, is there a 65-year-old man playing with this band? <laughs> <laughs> this you got is all these wild. guys this and then guy they, got that, they got this Jesus character yeah, up there screaming at me. It's like, a, it's like a Lord of the Rings. Yo, is that that extra weird silent keyboard player from Pearl Jam also in this band? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, I, just, I was just looking at, to reference how many albums you guys had here and see when your first one was on Apple Music. And I noticed you guys have, you you have one of those like 20th century masters. <laughs> I know. Can you believe that? Fucking best of collections. Well, how, do you really? How does that shit like happen? the Eagles have one. Out? Yes. The, yeah. The Eagles have one. Beatles. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> and Emory. Emory has one. It's got the header on it, you know, and like it's got the platinum looking shit. Sweet. It was, oh, a, yeah. I mean, a, a cash grab obviously from EMI because they own our back catalog. It must have been oh, okay. short. must have come out shortly after uh, Tooth and Nail, Brandon, who owns Tooth and Nail, rebought Tooth and Nail back, <clears throat> or the part of Tooth and Nail that EMI owned. So I th- that has to be what it is. But also, there's definitely bands that were bigger than us on that label. I don't know why they picked. I was like, we saw that in our. We didn't even know that came out. We saw it in a record store. <laughs> like we went to buy. Maybe it was when I like went physical, like a physical yeah, release, a physical Weird. CD. Yeah, it was on CD. I went to buy. We put <laughs> out our fourth record on Tooth and Nail, and we went. To, I went to the Best Buy. And that had been out for, I don't even know how long, maybe a year. No idea. And yeah, I'm going to the CD section and I was like, I first skipped over it. I was like, and then I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? And I go back and I'm like, and I was like, showed the, I was like, whoa, <laughs> I showed the guys. I'm like, did we go platinum or something that I don't know about this? But no, I have no idea why we have that. It's hilarious. The best of Emory, the Millennium Collection. Yeah, the Millennium Collection. <laughs> Oh, is that literally what it says? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Look it's at that. That's that fucking amazing. Cover. <laughs> yes. I want that. Okay. Congratulations. There's a fucking Queen one, dude. Yeah, I know. Like, Queen, yeah, I know. It's all these huge bands. And then, yeah. There must have been some, like, 22-year-old intern who liked our band when they were in junior high working at EMI. Yeah. He's like, and they got to pick a band and they go, I've been waiting for this. They're going to notice me <laughs> since I was 14 years old. I'm doing Emory. I'm doing Emory. Yeah, this is, I'm picking them. It's Walls. It's going to be Walls. Great. Nice. Some fan sent us me a meme the other day that said, it's just these, this discussion. It just says, is Walls Emory's best album? <laughs> the fans that know us, that's our first song. That's just a song. <laughs> the first song on our first record. Because no one knows. It's your best album. Our best album's Until the Day I Die. <laughs> until the Day I Die. It's definitely our best album. <laughs> <laughs> That's what our band's called, right? Until, until the Day I Die by Page Avenue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the band Page Avenue. We actually, I mean, funny enough, our band name was 
a song name from our old band name, mm. you know? So that's kind, of, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah. We, we have a song called story of the year Yeah, when we were previously called big blue, big blue monkey. We should have kept it. <laughs> so I'm sure we'll talk about like other stuff, like being on tour together and everything, but I'm super curious. No, I'm done. Josh is done. <laughs> uh, nope. I'm curious about what life is like right now for you, man. And you know what the band's doing and, and your bar and all that shit. Like what, what's your day to day? Ooh, you got a bar right now. And we're in the middle of a pandemic. Really? In, yeah. Said, in ooh, Seattle. Where? Where? What happened? Only up there? Um, what happened? I have no idea. I don't pay attention. Is it just in Seattle? I think it's, I don't know. I live in no. Florida, so I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about. <laughs> what is talking about? That's like, not, it's pretty, that's kind of the way it is getting up here. Um, yeah. We, I, tr- I tried to open a bar. Before the pandemic, January, I'm sorry, February 22nd, me and two friends got the keys to a bar. February 22nd? Really? Fuck. Of 2020, yeah. Fuck. Wow. Dude. (laughs) What a great time to own a bar. Yeah, it was. What a time to be alive. What? That's when we were like, okay. To be in a band and own a bar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. I know, dude. We're sorry for laughing in your misfortune. uh, No, it's, that's all you can do. It's fine. It's, what do you, yeah, I mean, it's, it it was comical and then depressing for a minute and then it's like that's just what it is you know yeah <laughs> but you're in it right now you're physically in the bar in right the bar, now you, yeah, we don't want to there's some lights mm-hmm. there some there's some things it's gonna look cool when it's done yeah it's been just, a year like i said when now? i first saw you like when yeah. you first came on i said the ceiling looks fucking cool i didn't realize yeah. you were in a, in your bar we're in it yeah i don't know if yeah. you can i thought i thought that was a sweet room in your house maybe i'll give like a pan over and see oh, where that looks cool oh yeah yeah, yeah that oh, is a bar damn. nice I, I could drink right there yeah so there yes i could drink I could right over there, there too. oh i'm gonna drink yeah, right over there yeah yeah you can we're gonna come uh, there and get drunk yeah i hope you do we're and yeah so bar and then we're and making a little art space like 80 cap venue mixed i don't know what else maybe podcast because who knows all the, what the world's gonna do next door also uh, built we it. haven't played in seattle for a while so we'll probably need a venue so you it play, sounds about right play there it should be good <laughs> yeah we got at least um, 80 fans or so yeah so how did you so uh, you didn't open obviously no, like you got yet. the keys you started doing the build out and everything mm-hmm. have you just been like paying out of pocket did you get a ppp loan like we, how have you been paying rent so we our landlords have been great they have not charged well we had negotiated uh, five months of a build-out period where we didn't have to pay rent. So oh, Because the whole uh, – this space used to be a bar um, but had been vacant for like almost two years. It was like terribly – it was disgusting and it was built so – I do actually have a, a funny story about that in a second. But it was like built in the 90s or maybe early 2000s. This is really terrible. So we had to gut – we knew we'd need some time. So we just negotiated. So we had that. And then so when the pandemic hit, we're like, okay – not the worst thing, like just a month or two, we're going to not be open anyway. And the, it'll, you know, then the pandemic's over and then we yeah. can, you know, <laughs> yeah. we'll just we use this time. To- to- and then just the way it played out, you know, like, um, cause at first they're just like, you know, every three weeks or 30 days they're telling people, ah, a couple more weeks. So, you know, <laughs> by the time our five months, you know, we took a couple months off. We're just like, okay, then this pandemic it's, you know, when they had the really big, you know, in Seattle, we had like a one month, like shelter in place, like thing, like everyone, please do the best you can. We can, so we're like, okay, we'll just take a month and a half and we won't work on the bar. We'll just, you know, do the best we can. Um, and also, but you know, we didn't know how strict it was going to be. Like, would people see us working in here and call the cops on us or something <laughs> weird? Like we didn't yeah, know like, yeah. if, you know, anything it was like all right so and then that i mean that didn't people didn't care at all so we just, <laughs> they don't care that did not play out like that no, no. i didn't no i did not people didn't care is only three you know it's just me and our my and it's been me and our, our two business partners done all the work so 
Um, so you're doing you're doing all the like the construction and, and all that yourselves. Yeah. That's fucking yep. awesome. Yeah, I did all the electric. If anyone from the city of Seattle sees this, you did not do all the electric. I didn't. I didn't do all the electrical. No, yeah. <laughs> First of all, it's all it's all up to code. It is all up to yeah, code. Yeah, yeah. I did. It is up to code. I did make it up to code. Um, yeah, but it wasn't before. Dude, that's so yeah. cool. It was some. But then Lando didn't charge us. They haven't. They started. We, we started oh, paying so. rent though, on the first. So first of this coming month, this month, yeah, coming up in three, oh, so two days. Basically, when this podcast comes out, yes, when this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your plan? Can you Rich open? Let's do, motherfucker. Yeah, it'll hopefully, be open. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say can. Weeks yeah, I was gonna say you can that. probably finally open soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had some weird. There's been a lot of stuff issues with permits from the city that there's a big backlog. We found out after. So like, there's some weird. I don't know if anyone listening knows anything about building a bar with a kitchen, but you have to have this thing called a hood which is extremely mm-hmm. expensive to get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and the previous tenants here didn't have one, so they operated illegally, I guess. Yeah. Well, it depends so on what kind of food you're cooking, right? But yeah, we're frying. Yeah, with fryers, yes. Fries. Yeah, big fryers. Can't so. you just put a couple bus seats in the back and put a microwave underneath? <laughs> I think so. That's, that's <laughs> that, we should have thought of that. Knowing you know, now, we should have just made sandwiches. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, yep. one of those, yeah, some vending machine. But So that's been backlogged. So we've been waiting four months for that. That to be approved. It's you know, supposed to be approved this week. Yeah, do you, do you guys want to work here? Come on out. I'll come, I'll come work there. Well, yeah, open with just yeah. frozen pizzas and, and get you a shift, dude. So, so I imagine like I don't know. I don't know if your brain works like mine, but is there a level of satisfaction like walking in there, seeing like, oh, that wall I built, that wall, oh, that yes. I did that, blah blah. Like it's it's right. It's way cooler than if you just hire it's, someone and do it, right? Oh yeah. The whole the whole reason we did this is that my two friends who I'm doing this with, we've one of them owned a bar that I helped build and my other business partner helped build. And we've done a couple, my, one of the business partners is a finished carpenter. Um, so the, him and sure. I have done, a, him and I have done a couple bar build outs and stuff. And we just, after we, we did one a couple years ago and we're just like, next time let's just do our own. Like, why are we Hell building yeah. these really rad spaces for somebody else and really Hell yeah. paid very well for it. So <clears throat> yeah. So we're just like, we're just going to do the next one ourselves. And we, you know, we didn't think it would take a year. We thought, yeah, like we thought we'd take us like two and a half, three months through the build out, and then we would have had like two months of no rent just to kind of judge like, like you know, staffing and like stuff like that. But uh, mm-hmm. it has not gone that well. So so far, it's just going to be <laughs> the three of us working here all the time <laughs> until <laughs> until we can find you know until, until we figure out there's like good shifts where make people a little can money. money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as soon as there's like a shift, people make good money. Then yeah, we'll just I yeah. don't want to hire my friends to like make forty bucks in tips. You know, so what's it going to be called? But, what the, is it? The bar, yeah, the bar is called Bad Bar. Bad Bar. So <laughs> Seattle, nice. Seattle friend. It's in Seattle, right downtown. It's in Seattle. Yep. Yeah. So hey, friends, go check it out when and it's the, open. The venue is going to be called Good Times. Bad Bar. Good Bad times. Bar. Good Times. Yeah, that's it. Nice. And the best. The website. Uh, GoodTimesBadBar.com. Go ahead. Sign up for the email list. I made the website too. <laughs> I learned. I learned how to make websites. GoodTimesBadBar. GoodTimesBadBar.com. On Squarespace? I did it on Squarespace. Yeah, I did nice. it on Squarespace. Nice. This podcast yeah. is brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> but, I mean, it could be. They, it works. <laughs> I had to learn how to do something called custom CSS for my font. That was a real <laughs> bitch. I've Tell done you that. What. Hey, really, hey, Squarespace, can this podcast please be brought to you by you guys? Yeah, yeah sure. I used it. We, we, were saying, we were saying before we started recording, um, I mean, I was saying that I feel like most people I know at one point or another kind of fantasized kind of dreamt about owning a bar i sure have like i have books in my office about how to successfully own your own bar and shit because that was like mm-hmm. for a good solid year that was my plan you know 
Yeah. Um, so, dude, I, I don't know. I just, that, that hits a part of my heart and soul that I'm just so pumped for you, dude. It's awesome. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I have to learn how to bartend. I've never done that. So. <laughs> <laughs> fun fact, Adam and I went to bartending school. What? Yeah. You're that a mixologist. Was a, we are... <laughs> I have a mean, professional. Yeah. I have a diploma. Yes. I've heard uh, of those. Yeah, we, I'm a certified mixologist. Right before we moved to California, that was Adam. That was our plan. We'd get jobs <laughs> as bartenders out in California yeah. before we got our, uh, you know, got <laughs> our band signed. Yeah. So we went to bartending school. I wish I would have. I mean, yeah. I could make all the drinks with the ingredients in the name. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> Vodka easy. soda, vodka yeah. crayon. Got it. Rum and yeah. Coke, easy. Got it. I bartended for like three or four years and I have no fucking clue what to do, but it's fucking, you'll, you'll be totally fine. I'm I totally going to do is talk to Google, Google. And if people ask me to make a drink and never heard of them and go, I'm going to Google that. I'm going to try <laughs> to make it for you. And yeah. it sucks. Yeah. I'm not I worked at Dairy it. Queen for seven years, so I can help okay. you out with the, well, with the grill. Can do that, that cooking we are subleasing the kitchen out to uh, this burger a place called Rough Draft Burgers, which is Ooh. delicious. It's a Detroit-style smash burger, so in the Midwest nice. here, and nice. it, they're pretty amazing. Yeah. But Tight. There we go. Those. Well, sounds like it's going to be awesome when it's ready, when you get there. Yeah. It's a hard year to own a bar. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's a hard... Yeah, dude. Uh, I think Dan made the joke, what a year to be a musician and a bar owner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a double, oh double whammy. It's pretty funny. <laughs> I have a, a few friends who own bars Comical. in St. Louis, you know, and... yeah. It's been quite the journey this year, but everybody's making it work. Nobody that I that I know that actually owns a bar has closed the bars, but yeah, but yeah it's been weird. I don't know. We have a couple, not a lot up here, but there's been a couple, of, yeah, friends that have had to close, but not not as many as I would. You know, it depends on. It really comes down to how cool your landlords are with yeah you not you know, yeah the like, rent situation is really the yeah, deal yeah you, you run into really, King Gifford Junior a lot up there or <laughs> Sean Kemp or. or Sean uh, Kemp? Yeah, Sean Kemp. He just opened a weed uh, store in this neighborhood that this bar's in. So. Nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Macklemore? You hang out with Macklemore a lot? Uh, okay, that is no, but I did about a month and a half ago. Did he you did really? His, he, he did a live show from my where I work at Numos, and I did the, yeah. I was That's one awesome. Of the for that, yeah. Yeah. But I've worked with him back in the day before he was, he's he's super nice. About yeah, I hear, I, hear he's, a, I hear he's really awesome. If you knew him and where he came from, he's a, the dude is a hustler. He He, back in the day when he was, just some local hip hop kid was just hustled to get on as many hip hop shows as he possibly could. And That's he, why he has yeah. all the money right now. Yes, started his own yeah label, put out his own first record. Yeah, what yeah, like I mean. that thrift shop song? Like I don't know, thirty million streams or some bullshit. No, no, now it has like a billion. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna say thirty, it's 30 million. Stupid yeah. now, but like in the beginning, yeah. it was like, and then you're just like. Oh, it's just two guys. Just Here two go. guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Either now the thing streams is Young Cheddar the Asketa or whatever yeah, well, from... Uh, who can? <laughs> Never who mind. can? Who can compete with that? Josh is in the fan club. The What's his fan club called? What? Oh, the Shark Face Gang? The Shark Face? Shark Face? Yeah, yeah I didn't know that I would. Yeah, is that sharks. real? That's what that is? I'm afraid of sharks. I have a... It's a legitimate shirt I bought from Macklemore and Ryan Lewis's website. It says Shark Face Gang. Yeah. Uh, okay. He, he so, used to wear it all the time. Yeah. But you're not, you're not like... On the fucking street team or oh, some no, shit. Oh, no, I don't get, like, emails and shit, no. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do get emails. They just go to your junk mail. Maybe. He did start his own golfing brand. He did. Yeah. Bo- it's called Bo- 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 Bogey Boys? Bogey Boys. Bo- yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty Bo- tight. Bogey Boys, yeah. It's like if you like Caddyshack and the clothes they wore in Caddyshack. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like the clothes in there. It's, it's like updated funny. 70s golf attire. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. tight. So it's, it's like it's like Classy it's like shit. Snoop Dogg and uh, Starsky and Hutch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> you can tell that's his inspiration. Was like, 
He said his inspiration was Lee Trevino. That makes sense. I don't know a lot about golf, but I know a lot about grass. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Yo, that's referencing a movie just made me <laughs> just made me think of something. Josh Head living in the wilderness. Did you watch movies growing up? Did you go to the theater? Like, what was that experience like? TV uh, shit like that? No, I mean, you, you ever seen The Gentleman? <laughs> like, what do you what do you have nostalgia for? So I was born in '79, <laughs> and I missed I missed the '80s for the most part. But I mean, I saw Back to the Future, ET. Saw so ET Back to the me. Future in the year 2000. So yeah, I saw <laughs> ET. I think I saw ET in the theater, but the the closest movie theater, closest movie theater was two towns away in Enumclaw, and it was just one screen. Uh, yeah, and I'm pretty sure I saw that. I remember so you had to watch whatever they were playing. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. that was the movie. Was, whatever was. But yeah, I don't remember going to like. There had to have been a drive-through up there, right? Or I mean, a drive-in movie theater, there right? Probably was out, but not one that I went to as a kid. There, probably, I'm sure there was one out in Bonnie Lake or Auburn. Yeah, there's one in Auburn, pretty close. But yeah, we didn't. I didn't go. And then, yeah, like for instance, I didn't know who the Cure was till I was in high school. Damn, I never heard. You missed out on being super sad. Like, or maybe early, maybe like 15, like yeah, freshman year. And I heard The Cure for the first time. The first time I heard The Cure, that I knew of, that I heard them, probably out maybe in a store or something, heard a song. But it's, it was in that movie Airheads. No, not Airheads. I'm sorry. Coneheads. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I specifically remember that. No, they, there's a scene, and I don't know why I remember this. It's such a stupid thing to remember from, from growing up. But Because it's the first time I heard a Cure song um, was... And there's a scene in that movie. I know nothing else about this movie. I don't remember anything about it. I remember a scene. It's a great movie the, still. The high school girl, the girl jumps into the car with her friends. It's like a Volkswagen Cabriolet, and they pop in a cassette tape, and it's The Cure. And I just remember hearing The mm. Cure and just going, going, whoa, what the fuck is this whoa, type of music? That's sad. I was like, bro, I was like, I like it. 14. I was like, what is this It's good shit is what song. it is. Yeah, so good. And then I was, and then ever since then, I was like, okay, what's this band? And then I found out that's Cure, and then Depeche Mode, and then... Yeah, yeah Morrissey, like all that stuff. I got into all that at 14 in 1993. That goth mode. I mean, that's not late at all. Like, I, <laughs> Well, yeah, but yeah, I guess it's not late as creating into music, but I didn't, yeah, I never heard of any of that stuff yeah. until. But. I guess like the the movies thing is what I'm like more in, intrigued by, I guess, because like I grew up being in the woods and the country and shit a lot because my dad was like a hunter and a fisherman. So like anytime, like we, if... We went on like an official like yearly vacation as a family, but it was also like, hey, uh, my name's Ralph and I want to do this and you're my kid and you're just going to have to fucking go with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was, you know, so I was learning how to like just be a, a woodsman like from early on, but I was also like a, a kid of the 80s and 90s. So I grew up on Back to the Future and all that shit. So like I'm fully like with you in one sense because I didn't discover a lot of music until later, but I, movies were such a part of my like early, early childhood. Mm. Like what is... Like what? Like really gets you nostalgia wise? I mean, ET. You know I mean, ET was my favorite movie for a long like, time. Like pine cones and stuff. <laughs> yeah, pine cones. Uh, yeah, pine cone. I'm like, just in my. I head had trees field. in my backyard, so I totally identify with what you're saying, man. Trees. Yeah, growing. I mean, I did. Yeah, I mean, childhood nostalgia is weird. I don't really. Yeah, I don't really. I don't really have thought about. It. I mean, there's some. It might be cartoons. Like, might be cartoons because my we got to watch okay. an hour of cartoons every Saturday. Two half an hour cartoons like GI Joes and Mask or Transformers or like Mask, yeah, yeah, yeah Mask. Yeah. Which is, that was my favorite, but that, I guess that cartoon was only on for like a year or two. I thought it was on and all kinds of toys, childhood. though. Yeah, yep. so that's what I was into. He Man, like, yeah. Mm. If I see like a Mask character somewhere, I was like, yes, that was the best. Tight. 
shit. Yeah. And st- I mean, I just, I was Prince Adam for, uh, for Halloween one year. You sure he, were. Man, my name is Adam. I had those like the fucking the boots and shit. Yeah. Did you have this? Did you have that sweet haircut too? <laughs> no real talk though, dude. I think that's why I was comfortable with you driving the bus. Uh, cause you can ask these dudes, like aside from professional drivers that we've had, you know, over the years, like anytime the situation where we were self-driving, I have always had a hard time like sleeping and just, yeah. I've just always, I've always struggled with that shit, you know, but I, dude, I think it's because you guys like ate raccoons and pi- melted pine cones and stuff and grew up without electricity and shit. I was like, yeah. all right, this motherfucker can drive a bus. It'll be all right. I can drive you know? it, dude. I can drive it. That's like me if Toby drives on our, our bus. Yeah. If our lead singer drives, it's, it's nerve wracking for me. Yeah. No, I can't. It's a weird I thing. Like, I don't like it. I don't trust him. He's never been in an accident, but I do not. I think he's going to get in one every five seconds. Every time, every time he takes a current turn just a little too much and I feel it, I'm like, this yeah, yeah. motherfucker is about yeah, to This is I'm dead. I'm going to die. Yeah, I'm going to die. We're already at an hour, but we have to talk more, a little bit more about our tour together because you drove the majority of the way, like your dad did the beginning and yeah. hung out for a little while, but you were, you would drive that big ass bus, you would take a nap, you would come, you know, do like late guitar tech stuff. You'd get there by like sound check ish, yeah. right? Yeah. After sleeping. And then fucking rage with us and then sometimes like take a nap or whatever and yeah. then drive the bus again. Yeah. Yeah. But I never, ever, ever didn't feel safe. Like just like Ryan said. You were safe. Yeah. I, you, were safe. <laughs> you were safe. Yeah, I always you felt totally safe. safe and um it was funny and I hope you don't take any of this, this is all out of love. I hope you take no offense to this, but like it, the kind of the deal was like, all right, he'll drive the bus and he'll guitar tech. But like, as the weeks went by, uh, like I just kind of became the guitar tech and you just kept yeah. sleeping later and later. And I was like <laughs> more than okay with it. I was like, dude, I'll change. I'll do everything. I don't care. As long as this dude sleeps enough to drive and like we make it to the next city on in one piece and all that, um, you know, alive. Yeah. And it came, it came to this thing. Uh, I know I already told you you're really young looking and cute. Um, so I'm gonna compliment you again. But like, <laughs> it became this thing where I was just like, this dude is such a fucking unique person and brings such a cool vibe to to like our camp. And I just love this dude's spirit so much. I I, I don't he doesn't have to do anything. Like you don't even have to tech. I don't fucking care. Just hang out. Like you That's could literally funny. just hang punch out. Punch me in the face <laughs> if it's okay. Yeah, I was. I don't mind. I was like, I'll I'll do everything. Just just to have you around and have your energy around was like the best part about that tour for sure, dude. It was fun. That you tour know? was so fun. That is true because I don't think we would have loved that tour necessarily. Because I mean, nothing against Flyleaf that they're great people and that's cool. But we weren't real excited about opening because we hadn't opened for a band in a long time. And it was yeah. like, well, we'll give you a decent amount of money to open for Flyleaf, and we're like, uh, okay, fine. We'll do it, but we weren't real excited about it. But that we all have great memories of that That's Emory memories, yeah. <laughs> uh, just from being in that bus and you being there, and it was just such a cool, fun, fun tour. Yeah, dude, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? Like he's got that thing. Yeah. I'm just gonna yes. talk about you, like, uh, like, like you're not here, but Yo, he's, don't he, listen. He's got that thing that like Gene has had, has mm-hmm. or whatever. It's just yeah. like super witty, like super fast like in, like you know what i'm saying like it's just like razor sharp super fast like super quick wit and it's just really fucking fun to be around you know it was the drugs <laughs> at the time it was all the uppers you were doing on <laughs> the that tour uppers. what was Coffee. that uh what was that uh that saying that he had about like looking good. You look, you look good. Oh, the, wait, the, wait. Three, the three steps of success. <laughs> dude, dude, it's my dude, favorite yeah, thing yeah. ever. Dude, I still say that all the time at the I bar. Still and shit. That 
we're gonna I'm gonna have that on a plaque on the wall here in the bar. Actually, Dude. oh All fuck right. yeah! <laughs> they are. Uh, if you feel good, you is, look good. Step number now, Ryan. Are they my? Step? I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Ryan. Go ahead. Please. So you tell no, us who's, your steps. who's saying is it? <laughs> no, no, no. Who is? We don't know. I'm sorry. Who's three steps? Uh, the <laughs> step one, Ryan, is change what you eat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember first. <laughs> so, success. I feel it already. I'm constantly changing what I eat. Step number two. It's <laughs> exactly how you told it to me the first time. I love this. Yeah, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Step number two. If you feel good, you look good. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Step number three: If you look good, look out. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Success. Yes. You're climbing yeah. higher and higher up the ladder of success. Yeah. <laughs> those are it. Follow those three levels to success. <laughs> look at me, and you can open a bar in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call those steps officially? It just at my three steps is success. There's no real. Josh heads three steps. Three steps to, to success. success. Three yeah. steps to success. Yeah. Yeah. And there's another one. There's That's another one. So it's, it's separate. But uh, I feel like it's complimentary from one of our favorite movies. From Teen Wolf? You know what I say? <laughs> where, what you dig. Where, where, would, you where dig? would you dig? What's the ones from Teen Wolf? Yeah. You, got, you must uh, have forgot that on that Black Swan record. Because I wore some shit I didn't dig. <laughs> <laughs> you never listened to, uh, what's the name from Boogie Nights? <laughs> Fuck that photo shoot. I hate everything about that photo shoot. You look good, I'm man. I'm never looking no, at photo shoot. But I wasn't wearing what I digged. So What you dig, dude? No. I'm not saying you look bad, but they're funny to look at because you were not comfortable. You were not face. You weren't Scoobs. I was a Scoobs. You know? No, you had the little hey, derby hat on. I want you to put on seven shirts and then a coat. <laughs> and you, your face said, "I hate you." You yeah. looked like you were posing for like like a presidential painting back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I was so mad. Yeah, like, yeah. You had to hold that pose for like. Yeah. Four hours. Oh, There's so nothing mad. worse than photo shoots. Or I'm going to say it on the podcast. That shit can never happen again. No, you, you got you got to just do you, man. Always yeah, where all what you dig. Always. That's why I'm glad. That's why I'm glad Baggy Pants are coming back around. <laughs> cargo pants are yeah. coming back, dude. They're in right now. You can go to H and M and get cargo. I just, I just cargos. bought two pairs of dickies. They say they're slim fit. But they're not. They're not. They're, 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 just, <laughs> they're the same. They're dickies. <laughs> yeah. They rebrand it. Yeah. And they just put like, the same pants out. But they're so they're so comfortable. <laughs> yeah, tight. What else? We we have to have some fucking stories from them. We can't we can't end this shit without. All right, bye. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Never play cards with a guy who has the first name of a city. <laughs> What's the other Teen Wolf uh, rules? Uh, uh, what is that? Never, never play cards with a guy who's first. It's name from Teen Wolf. It's from Styles. It's yeah. from Styles. Yeah. No, it's Styles. from the coach. Oh no, it's the oh, coach. coach. Yeah, yeah, it's the coach. Yeah. He has like three or four rules, and I always thought of it the same way as, as as your rules to success, but steps to success. Oh, but now I'm I can't remember. It. Yeah, I can't. I can't they remember were, any of them. I'm gonna find I can't it right remember now. any of them now. The steps do work, but it's similar because it ends with something. Uh, never get less than twelve hours of sleep. <laughs> never get less than twelve hours sleep. Never play cards with a guy who has the same first name as the city, and never get involved with with a woman with a tattoo of a dagger on her body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You, you follow, follow those, follow those that rules. Amazing. The rest is all cream stick cheese. Stick to that, and everything else is cream cheese. Cream cheese. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Fuck, dude. Wow. That movie has like both aged immaculately and terribly, like on so many levels. Dude, yeah. It's great. Other other than you it's know, phenomenal. The, dude. The, the the slang that they use is a little outdated, but it's yeah. great. I'm still gonna make yeah. a shirt that says "Dick Nose." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you know that um, there there was like there's a rewatchables episode about that movie and like they had so much trouble in the edit because Michael J. Fox couldn't 
play fucking basketball. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, just couldn't, couldn't on the court, just dribble right, couldn't really? shoot right. It looks like, like it was just good. <laughs> they, they did a great job, so it looks like he knows what to yeah. do. Fool Dude, you. The, the, Adam, the, the, <laughs> the worst example of a fucking celebrity trying to be an athlete is Tom Cruise throwing a baseball in War of the Worlds. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. 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 Dan Dan LaRusso trying to be a karate kid. Oh, yeah. With his big, tall butt. Like now, especially. Hey, Tom Cruise can do anything. And also, um, don't you blaspheme. You probably heard the 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 rewatchables from Major League. How Wesley Snipes yeah. was actually like super slow and super not athletic. Yeah, that was another like they yeah. had like they were hosed in the edit. Like this this dude looks like shit. Like, yeah, they had do? to put it. They had to put Willie Mays Hayes in slow motion to make it look like he was running fast because he was like so not so awkward. Such That's awesome. not an That's athlete. Funny. No, but Charlie Sheen could uh, hit high nineties. He could throw oh, a fastball yeah, he, like well, high nineties. He also, he also admitted he he did steroids for that movie. <laughs> nice. He's a method actor, right. you know what I mean? Steroids, cocaine, yeah, uh, But you can alcohol. see, like, watching that movie, like, his mechanics, everything. He's like a well, fucking Yeah, he played baseball growing up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, played yeah. baseball growing up. Did you, split, did you yep. play sports, the Shaman? Did we, have we already talked about this? I did. I played baseball. Not not good at it, though. You played the sports not ball? Well, when you grew up in the woods, you threw uh, a ball at a tree. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of... Uh, I just started playing sports really late because my parents didn't want to like just drive one kid into town to play Little League. So I played baseball and my brothers. like My little brother started T-ball. I started like fast-pitch baseball. Mm-hmm. So I went right into the... I, I did not get a hit my first year playing Little League baseball. Uh, I think I got three total. <laughs> I walked. The only time I got on base was a walk. I walked a few times. Like that was it. Like I never got on base. <laughs> my first first couple years, I was I was so terrible. It was, I just couldn't hit. I, I started pitching. That's yeah. why you're in an emo band. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Tell me about but it. You, hey, you were a really good trier though. I you tried. Really tried. I tried. I did try really hard. You didn't get trophies back then though for trying. Nope. No, they did not. No, they shamed you. They sent uh, you the fuck home. I'm like, sure other parents were like, "Oh, great." Here comes another strikeout or whatever. <laughs> I can't hit the ball. But I was good in the field. I played third base. I played third base and I made all stars as a third baseman. Yeah. With no with zero with my with a batting average of zero. <laughs> Literally. So you were on the team for your defense. Uh, that's great. I was yeah, because I was not afraid of the I was not You didn't get paid for what you did at the plate. Yeah. I was not afraid of the baseball. I was like the only kid who if the ball came flying at my face, I was like, I'll bounce it off my face and then I'll throw <laughs> it's the like a human out. backstop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I did not no no fear. Yeah, it's not getting by me cuz yeah, I have to do something. I, I can't hit the ball. Hey, did but, uh did the Emory bus it broke down, right? It broke down at least tw- I think twice on that tour, yeah. Was what? It broke down one No, I don't think it was ever a full. No, it was there's one breakdown cuz the, the tour there was like, bad. Yeah. Yeah, there was like a the one- I remember the only time it was really bad it stopped. It was like a wire, but I remember um you or somebody, maybe it was Phil, was like, I jumped out. I run back toward the engine trying to figure out why it won't start. I get it starting, and then I remember just yelling, just drive so we can get off the freeway. And then I remember just chasing the bus <laughs> down oh, the go. side of the highway, like up the exit. Like you guys, yeah. it was like there's one exit. It was like 200 yards away, and I'm just running on the side of the highway, just just like yelling, <laughs> just, just in case it didn't, didn't go. Case it just didn't in case, stop. like, because like once they got going, I was like, don't stop again, because yeah. if we can get off the highway, and then yeah. I finally, I figured yeah, it out, and I had a problem where it shut down once, and I finally found it was just this like frayed wire in the mm-hmm. back of that. Yeah, I remember that. It kept shorting out, and I fixed it with tape, and always meant to fix it more permanently, but never did. (laughs) It's just just like that when we sold it. Literally, it's still like that. It was like I never fixed that thing. (laughs) Just has this piece of electro tape shoved on this thing. Yeah, it still works. So we didn't say this when we were 
describing the bus, but like it's, there's like a whole build out. And I talked about us being like, Oh, holy shit. But inside it doesn't look like a tour bus. It looks like a sick fucking clubhouse. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. Like all the bunks are built out of like two by sixes. It's all shit from like home Depot. Exactly. Basically. We built it. But it's it was so very close awesome. home Depot parking yeah. lot basically. So yeah. Yep. But yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like, yeah. Like if you built a tree house as a kid and you're like, but you wanted to make it the best indestructible hurricane proof tree house. That's what we did. And <laughs> yeah. they're just, yeah. Two by six, except for the center one. I think I put it as a two by 12. Like for some reason I was like, I want to make sure this does not <laughs> fall gonna, over. It's not going <laughs> anywhere. It's the most over. I, I just thought if at any point in my band, we get a little crazy and all six of us wind up in one bunk. I don't want it. I don't want it to collapse and kill somebody below it. So that was, yeah. that was yeah. the only, the only thing. And it was, did you guys ever put TVs in them? Not, in, no, we never did. We did on, um, we did once on for the the Seahawks Super Bowl against the Denver Broncos. That because I'm from Seattle, we were in Texas. We was a day off, and we drove to a Walmart and bought the biggest TV they had, and put it in the front lounge, and got like a digital antenna, and then bought all this food from like a barbecue place down the street and all the shit, and then nice. returned the TV immediately after the game. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I'm just put it back in the box and walked back in two and a half hours later and just returned uh, it. It didn't fit on my wall. I'm surprised. Yeah, like, so no, that's what we said. We said, yeah, it's too big. How did we <laughs> not do that on that tour? I, I feel like we did Yeah, we that, should have. Yeah, I, yeah. You probably we were all about like, like something I would have done yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I thought you would have done that. I couldn't remember. But yeah, I could have bought a TV. Yeah, we just didn't. We all had laptops and shit. So it didn't it was even like, leave the yeah. premise. It didn't even leave the parking lot of the Walmart. <laughs> we just used it in the back. God. Dude, these days yeah. though, it, it wouldn't matter. Like we could, we could have a bus like that. We'd all have phones and iPads. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's why just, we never it, got, it would, it would matter. We never got one yet. Cause eventually you just like, well also, you know, the fun thing about for us, we, after not having, we were, th- we thought about getting a TV in there, but you just start like hanging out on the front lounge and like, you know, where it, it kind of would have, we thought it would have ruined like just us goofing off, like, and having other bands come on. Otherwise you just go in there and, you know, when you rented a bus, you go and sit down and, you know, back in the day, play Halo or whatever. And you yeah. kind of don't hang out. You just kind of zone out and watch TV or something. But it kind of forced us in a good way to like, yeah, it just did dumb shit. To, you know, we we had a. Were you ever on the bus when we had our casino in there? We yeah, had the craps table. That's, that's that's whenever I, yeah, yeah. when I first yeah. went on your guys' yeah. bus, I, I came yeah. in and, and gambled. First time gambled yeah. with you guys. Yeah, yeah. We would be the house. Yeah. So on tour, we would be the house. We'd back all the yeah. other bands on tour, and mm-hmm. then um, as they could come in and we teach them craps and shit like that. And uh, you know, we read the odds just like a casino. We never let anyone lose a lot of money, and then we always use that money because we'd usually come up by the end of the tour, you know, it'd be up like a few hundred bucks on the bands and we'd use that money usually to buy everybody dinner, like something like that. That's awesome. Uh, but yeah, we'd be the house and, uh, yeah, we let, uh, when we let our tour manager, yeah, our tour manager, Aaron wanted, we didn't have blackjack. He wanted to do blackjack. So we like made him get like a, a, a vest and a tie and shit. And then we had a blackjack <laughs> table in the back <laughs> just for him and shit. Yeah. But yeah, we did, uh, yeah, all that. It was fun. Yeah. The craps and, and then we, yeah, we'd have bands, the other bands come on and play play games and shit and stuff like that. So we started just doing shit like that and it was just way more fun than having a TV. That's Although, just tour life. You figure out ways to keep yeah, yourself exactly. busy. Yeah. And like, you, I never even realized there, there wasn't a TV. I forgot about that because yeah, it, yeah. it didn't really Same. need it. It was I'm like, a, it, 
it was <laughs> it was it was a cool vibe because we were just yeah. party in the front. But we needed the music. The we needed the receiver. Yeah, we gotta have them. Yeah, we, we needed the jams. That, the Could we had some fucking dance parties in that they shit? Were so fun. That's yeah, we did have a that. bunch of dance parties. <laughs> yeah, we and we made those buses to where you know there was no back lounge because we just thought we just make a big front lounge. Mm-hmm. It's way funner. Yeah. You can have like you can have twenty people up here, and it's like yep. hella fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys already have like the Christmas lights and shit? Yeah. And, and like the, lights, the, the party lighter, did, did we get some stuff while we were I, on that we tour? We might have got something. We had one of the, we had a couple lights and we had the, I don't know if we had that flashing. We eventually had like some, we had, they got these flashing like LED lights that change color and shit to the music and stuff. <laughs> oh, you had that okay, for sure. Had, like the bars. Yeah, the bars. Like yeah, the yeah, stage yeah, lights, yeah, yeah, you yeah. mounted them. Yeah. In the- yeah, <laughs> yeah. We used them on one tour because we thought, oh, we're going to start doing like more production for our live show. And then we got so sick of setting up these and we got four sticks like it doesn't even look yeah. cool because <laughs> they're like these will look cool in the bus for dance parties so that's what we did <laughs> and we never used them right. on stage ever again not e- never oh, did those leave funny. the bus and, they, you did, and you just tune them to like react to the yeah, music they have, right? they have a little did... microphone on the back like yeah. with a sensitivity knob and we just turn that on and <laughs> yeah <laughs> just too oh, far great. so Dude. stupid but i know <laughs> we like we probably really romanticize what it's like to live in that bus all the time mm-hmm. because we just had it for that short time with you guys you don't but it really <laughs> does seem like it is exactly what you what you guys designed it to be. Like you, you make this open space to hang out in the front. You don't have a TV, like so you're forced to kind of like hang out together. Yeah. It's like you're camping. Like you just create whatever experience and activity, whatever you do. Yeah. And it's not like oh, I'll be in the back watching, you know, reruns of Friends. Did it? You know, it's the best thing we ever. I mean, I think it's the best thing we ever did as a band. It might be the coolest, yeah. coolest thing we ever did. Was <laughs> we, build this we wanted to do bus. it like we wanted to follow the lead and and do the same thing for many years, but we never did. And yeah, we talked about like doing a hometown show and just like buying one, just doing one show and allocate With all that money. Yeah, yeah, it's just like yeah. we're gonna, every penny from the show, we're just gonna do one show and buy a fucking dope ass bus, you know. And we just never did. If we hadn't gone on hiatus, yeah, we kind of stopped touring. I would right have kept pushing that. for that shit. Yeah. Well, we knew band, we knew bands that like bought. Like old Van Hools and stuff, like actual yeah. like tour yeah. buses yeah, you could do for that, like yeah. pretty cheap. I wanted to buy one just because I wanted to build it out. I didn't even like that was all like I yeah. just dude. Yeah, it's fun. God, it'd be fun. Find, I, it's it's a cool thing. I mean, you need to have a you know they have me in the band who's not married and has no children. So I mean, I built that. Me and my me and Joe built that first bus ourselves completely. Yeah, like dude, in that's, my friend Bryce's front yard. Like we did the whole. But if not for you need. You know, you know. I know Ryan and you guys love you love to obviously build stuff and all that stuff. So yeah, it, it takes you guys could probably do it. I don't. I, most bands are like, oh, I'd love to do this. Oh, I could do I it. I can just tell if I. I could fucking do yeah, it. I know you guys could. We would there's very shit. few bands that I've ever toured with. You know, you guys, me without you's done one. You know, like there's very few bands where I'm like they could actually do it because it needs you need one or two people who are like, I'm gonna stay on top of you know like it's me mm-hmm. and Matt. We make sure that stupid things like the oil gets checked every time you stop for gas because if you forget to do that right two times in a row yep. watch out <laughs> like those things burn oil like a Look motherfucker out. you know like yeah. i've went down so many endless hours of youtube rabbit holes of watching people like build out rvs like vans buses and shit like cabins like dude I, i've yeah. th- a thousand hours just watching people build yeah, cabins so with their bare hands those dude. are the it's best, my favorite man. They're yeah. pretty. They're pretty resilient, and if you can find one that doesn't have a, I mean, those yeah. things are built to go off literally a million mm-hmm. miles. Yeah, right? yeah, a million miles. And ours had four hundred, four or five hundred thousand. I think our problem was like, where were we going to keep it? That fucking parking one of yeah, those. That's that's why we the, had to sell them. We had them both in storage in Nashville. So yeah, we we're just paying like five hundred bucks a month to like not use yeah. them. So it's like well, we used to have them out, and we had one out here. I had it at my buddy's place. At his, he lived out 
outside of Seattle and had like a huge property. Then he moved. So I was like, yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. Yeah, we we could figure out. It'd be geographically, it'd be so much easier easier well, yeah. for us to own a bus than people that live yeah. in downtown Seattle. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, St. Louis is very it, rural. It would not be an issue for us. You know. Yeah. We just we rented tour buses for a decade plus, and then we stopped touring as much. So you know, we did the bandwagon RV thing, like we talked about. Then we started just doing flyouts. But you know, when the world gets back, we took private jets after and, that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll have to figure something out because we're gonna have to tour more, you know. Yeah, so. we're gonna. So, do we basically just decide to buy a bus just now on this might, podcast? Might Is that what just happened? I mean, yeah, I, I did. Kind of, yeah, Josh, you would come here for the build out. I'll come. I'll help build yeah. it. I would love to. It's kind of fucked up that you I, sold yours and didn't even offer it to us. I know, that's dude. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought we were friends. <laughs> but. Ahead, no. Yeah, I guess I should have. Should have just dropped it off. I would love to get one back. <laughs> Gotta have a TV in it someday. Though. Yeah, we the only thing is, we'd have to hire like we'd have to hire an actual driver. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see one on the screen right here. Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I know a guy. Uh, do you guys? I'm not driving yeah. across you the country. You could probably get again. someone. We got. We had some. Yeah, I mean, what you need is just somebody who really wants to sell merch and drive your bus, and that's <laughs> we did that. We yeah. did that with a couple of friends who were like, just want to be. Yeah, I don't know that. Me. There's too many of our friends I would ever trust to yeah, drive. You gotta find so. someone. <laughs> you just gotta have a buddy that you know you trust your life with. You know, yes, you <laughs> have to have someone who's exactly. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. we got lucky. We had a couple good people that were really thought it was cool to learn how to drive those buses. Like our friend Peter, who um, did merch for us for a while, and then TM'd, and uh, he loved the bus. You have to have someone who just thinks it's the yeah mm-hmm. the best thing in the world and just respect it and be like, I want to drive this thing and learn how to drive it. But that's the only person I would trust. And then I t- you know, Dude, yeah. teach him how okay. to drive in a parking lot. We should get a bus. Hey, Josh, have you ever done any uh, formal consulting? <laughs> no, nope, not yet. Yeah. You want to come out and uh, just figure it out? Do a consulting gig on us? Yeah, we'll consult. I can do it in Skype. Well, we, we, should, uh, uh-huh. we should probably wrap. This might be the longest podcast we've ever done. No, the longest podcast was the one you weren't on, Ryan, because there was nobody to say, <laughs> yeah. hey, man, let's wrap. <laughs> oh. Let's wrap oh. this. <laughs> All right. They're going to be like this guy. Hey, real quick to close it. Uh, we just have to hear from your perspective because we talk about this frequently. When we finished that tour with you, mm-hmm. that was like the beginning of the end or the beginning of like the hiatus essentially. Um, and you stayed at Dan's for like a solid week after with the bus parked outside <laughs> Dan's house. In the neighborhood. <laughs> Dan didn't want to quit touring. You were just like, this is tight. I'll just chill here. And you just, you hung out there and you guys just went to the bar every night and we're all like, we did a Halloween party. Yeah. You were, we I d- think it was my yeah. 30th birthday. Yeah. We did the Halloween. We yeah. did so like I that. went to that house party where your, the cop showed up. Yeah. Where the fuck, where you guys, yeah. where you guys played, the fuck up and dies played. Oh, the fuck and, up and uh, dies played. Yeah. Yeah. You guys got two songs in and the cop showed up. Yeah. Dude, that was awesome. I, you basically <laughs> yeah. just lived with me for a couple weeks. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I totally and we, did. we just partied every day. I didn't have kids yet. We were just, yeah. we were just it party animals. Party dudes. And the funniest thing, we've said this on the podcast before, but Dan's wife, Jenny, was like kind of confused about what was going on, you know? Because you were like, she knew about all the shit that was going on in the band and like how shit was just kind of weird. And I remember her texting me and she's like, you know what's going on? Like, what do you guys, like is... Is Josh keeping the bus here now, or like <laughs> just gonna stay there like, forever? I I don't know. And she's like, "Well, he and Dan have been at the bar like every single night, and 
I don't know. It's just like the shaman's just still here. And she, she was referring to you as a shaman, like formally and like her concerned. Text, I don't know like, if anyone knew my name. Yeah. She might not yeah. have ever heard my first yeah, name. She's so. like, I don't know. There's this guy named the shaman. The shaman. My house. <laughs> he has a bus. <laughs> he lives outside our house now. <laughs> and his vehicle and is outside. Like still on tour, but he's, uh, here. But he's here. But I guess is this a, is it, it is funny. Cause they? like, I'm just in a normal, you know, uh, suburban neighborhood and there's yeah. a fucking, how long is that thing? 40 feet long or 40 whatever? 40 feet, yeah. It's 40 yeah, feet. 40 foot yeah. bus parked yeah. in front of my house feet, for two weeks straight. <laughs> None of my neighbors said anything or fucking complained. That's great. Yeah. Hey, man, that was awesome. I, I was like, just stay. I was like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. We didn't have any rules. It didn't matter. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, I, I, don't, I don't know. You want to hang out? You want to go to the, the fuck off and dares to play in a house party? You want to stay until we do that? Yeah. Cool, it's my birthday. Yeah, it's just my... leave your car, I mean your bus, <laughs> in front of my house. Just, you know, we'll it's my birthday it next week. You want to stay for that? Locked his whole house. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that bus was sick. We The same thing happened in Toby. I mean, we had to park it in so many weird places yeah. with friends. And, yeah, your neighbors are the coolest, though. <laughs> We're the coolest, for Man, sure. They yeah. did not. We used to park it in Dave's place in Indianapolis, and it was an hour. It'd be out there, and someone would come over and be like, how long is this thing staying there? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I'm surprised know. nobody said. Maybe somebody did, and yeah. I was like, "Oh no, it's just uh, my friend." Or maybe yeah, they just—they're like this crazy guy lives in this bus. <laughs> There's this Dan's guy that Dan keeps calling the shaman. Yeah, and I don't you can't know. Go over there; he might kill you. I don't know. There's some kind of occult going on in there. Yeah, that guy from uh, the Passion of the Christ is over at Dan's house. <laughs> Passion of the Christ. I guess they're doing a new. Maybe he's working on a film score for the new the sequel. Yeah. The sequel. To yep. The, to the, hey, to the to the Passion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the resurrection yeah, of the Christ. The resurrection. Yeah. Let's. Uh, resurrection. <laughs> this is a great pivot from the Jesus conversation to uh, what I would like to close this podcast with. Okay. We asked our patrons for a would you rather. We've been kind of like doing this when we have guests on, like the most fucked up would you rather that they can think of. Okay. Great. Um, Mike Cronin, <laughs> who is uh, one of the people who runs the Discord thing and has been like was like a big uh, patron of the last album, has a fucking song named after him. He's got a really good one, but he gets too much stuff. Sorry, Cronin. Well, I have to pick someone else's just on, like, principle. Talia Wilson wants to know, would you rather... This is fucking brutal. I'm sorry because you love your dad so much and we love him too. I, got, I just have I to go. We have to use... I gotta this go. So uh, I'm out of here. See you, later. See you guys later. Would you rather drink a cup of your mom's period blood... Oh, my God. ...or your dad's sperm? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That's the question. It came from our fucking fans, Period dude. They're important. So either you can answer it or you can disappoint him. Oh, my God. I assume they God. have to know about it. Okay, question. Question. <laughs> Do I have to see either one of them fill up the cup? <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that would make it worse. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I guess not. Uh, no, I don't think okay, so. Uh, okay. I don't no, think no, so. your dad's filling up the cup, but he's staring you in the eyes while I was filling it. <laughs> Like, how many times would that take? That's a whole cup. Oh, oh, God. oh man, yeah. How you know, like, big, like, a God. cup is? Yeah, like, what, what kind of cup yeah, are we talking here? Takes, like, uh, an actual, like, imperial measurement. That's, like, many sessions. Uh, I basically hate this. I'm basically dead. I know my answer. It's definitely the semen. Yeah, it's the same. It's got to be the semen. <laughs> I mean, that sucks, yeah. but that, that's the only, yeah. the only one that can happen. Maybe? No, I'm going blood. Blood. Plus, a little extra Joe head can't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 
I hate our podcast. I'm, I'm not doing it anymore. Yeah, sorry, Dad. Well, you've never like cut your finger and you kind of like lick the blood, like kind of suck the, the blood. Same. Got, not the not same. Not the same. Not the same. I don't think it tastes like that, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah. But it's your dog. I don't know. I don't think, there's some other, there's other material yeah. in there, I think. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, I hate that question. Plus, a yeah, I, fucking yeah. gooey pennies. My mom's my mom's too sweet. <laughs> Patty Head can't. <laughs> Old Patty. Old Patty. I can't. Old Patty Head. Old Patty Living head. in the shack. Just, yeah, what was she think? What was my, my mom stuck with it somehow because I, I know that wasn't her idea. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Move out to the woods. I feel uh, like, she, number one, Ryan and I would, like, would it be easier or harder to drink old, dusty, dead guys come? That's weird. You're asking me? Well, our dads are dead, so that would be oh, harder, oh, okay, more difficult. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know how death works. I don't think they come anymore. <laughs> there's, there's <laughs> yeah, no does the come get mummified, or, or does yeah, it? Maybe only death works like that. Ugh. Okay, but uh, yeah. like I feel like anybody could be like, you could just bro down with your dad and just be like, hey man, look, I fucking had to pick one. Like, can we just be okay with? To, to, like you can don't you have to look go, at me. Yeah, just go in the bathroom. Here you go. Go in the bathroom. I feel weird. Several times to fill up a whole cup. <laughs> Yeah. I, didn't, yeah, I didn't play out the scenario in my head. I just thought I showed up and at my there was these two cups at yeah. my house one day and it just said pick one. Yeah. And then <laughs> that's I easy. didn't know how you know, yeah. Just as mom oh. dad. Yeah. And then Do I get a chaser? <laughs> I didn't I don't want to think about how it got there. Yeah. Or asking for that, yeah. What if when your parents got divorced when you were a kid, that's how you had to choose? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you want to live with? There's two cups. Who are you gonna live with? Oh, here you go. Oh. You tell me, kid. Uh, oh, it's yeah, tradition. That's messed up. As that's is tradition. A, that is messed up. Uh, All right. Well, we're going to stop now. Sorry for ruining our wholesome podcast with that one for you. Wholesome. We're very wholesome. All right. Uh, wholesome. Josh Head, is there anything uh, you want to tell the listeners about? Anything you want to plug right now? What's going on with Emery? Uh, I don't know. Don't know. Uh, <laughs> cool. Not a lot right now. Uh, nothing right now. We're doing a new record. We're going to write, record a new record sometime. Sick. This year, so that's right. We are still a band. We are still a band. We're getting there too. Um, we should tour together. That's, that's it. But dude, then we should. If it, yeah, we'll get a bus together. Yeah, buy a let's new get, bus. We'll just share one and take us out. Yeah, we'll share. Yeah, here it is. Hey, let's get let's get one of those buses that has like the uh, accordion thing in the middle, where it's like double long. Matt actually wanted to get. Matt actually thought about that. He was like, "I'm pretty sure we could do it with one of those." And I was like, "No." It's got the big swivel <laughs> thing in the middle, of the big circle. Yes. Yeah, you stand on it. Uh, Dude, I yep. already got parking those. I I took a wrong turn in the French Quarter in, one, in the bus once, and it was one of the most nerve wracking experiences of my entire life. <laughs> took oh. me like forty five minutes to get out of there. You were like that barge right now that's fucking up the whole economy. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Except that someone that lived there was so angry that they <laughs> followed us all the way back to the House of Blues. Holy shit. Really? Bitching us out just on the side of the bus, pounding on it, saying, you can't be in here. And I'm like, wow. I know. I took a wrong turn. Like, leave me. I'm so sorry. And I'm making 45-point turns just to make a left. Austin Power style. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm in there. I'm just stuck in the French Quarter because I took a, a left, oh. and then I'm on the Tornoy Streets. Oh, my God. And we get, he followed us all the way to House of Blues. Lucky the promoter's out there. The guy starts bitching out the promoter. The promoter the guy is just like, go fuck yourself, man. What is he supposed to do? Like, and yeah. I, was, I felt so bad, but he followed us for, yeah, 40 Jeez. minutes. Didn't we play quarter. that same House of Blues? Didn't we do New Orleans House of Blues we on probably, that tour? I probably, we did. I probably did that. Yeah. I probably learned my lesson the time yeah. before. Yeah, you were like, I can't turn uh, that way. Dude, don't turn there. Just stop yeah. in the middle of the road. Well, you got new band shit eventually. The bar some, some, is yeah, going to be bar. kicking ass soon. Bad bar. Tell them one more time the website or the social media for the bar and everything. Oh, it's just good times, bad bar. It's dot on. Com. Dot com. It's on. I think there's an Instagram. 
there's three pictures of me and my partners on there. That's it. <laughs> it did nothing else. Eventually, we're not were, really good at it. <laughs> we're uh, we're going to hire the bar a guy. Will open in the future. Yeah, we just have to get it open. Yeah, it's. Uh, but yeah, it'll be. It will be cool. Fuck yeah! Hey, think about all the like the pent up demand for just being in a bar. Though it's going to pop the yeah, fuck off when that shit's fun. open. Oh, yeah, also mm. we're two blocks away from the 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 new hockey team that's going into town. So that was the oh, location. The Kraken. The oh god, don't I don't say the name, please. It's fucking <laughs> it's awful. Seattle the Kraken. Worst. The that's Seattle the logo. Kraken. The logo looks like that S you would draw, you know, with the two lines, and then you make the weird diamonds. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah, the logo looks like. It's not cool. Yeah, you draw that S, and then also you flip your calculator upside down. And this is boobless. Oh, boobs. Yeah, boobless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, that's Those are what, the logos. I don't. I, hopefully, no one from the Kraken sees this. Uh, please sponsor our bar. Um, <laughs> yeah, but go to the bar. Though. I mean, the name's yeah, not go to what the bar. makes the bar. We're, we'll know? have the hockey games on. We can all talk about how terrible the name is, and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you can do a workshop to get them a new name and a new logo while you're while they're I there. I wish, dude. Uh, it's anyway. Go to the bar. Enjoy yeah, the, go bar. To the bar. <laughs> Have some drinks. I'll make them. Where can the kids, the listeners, the people find you on social media personally? Oh God, uh, Instagram. Uh, Tell them the thing. My, oh, my name, Ruben Farr. R u b i n f a r r. That's it's unnecessarily complicated, it's, but it doesn't it's, make any sense. It's a character. I I do follow you, and every once in a while, I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" I go, "Oh, it's yeah, a yeah. character from a really terrible '80s movie called Ruben and Ed." Look it up. <laughs> the whole thing's on YouTube. So okay, watch it and know that the director and writer of that film got blacklisted from Hollywood after that. <laughs> All right. Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover's the lead. It was right after the first oh, Back to the Future. Oh, nice. He's, he's, his character is Ruben Farr. That's where it comes from. Before Wolver? Yes. Oh, yeah. It's it's absolutely unbelievably... You, I can't... Describing the premise would just be... It's not... Impossible. Make any sense. Okay. It's about a guy who has to go try to find a place to bury his dead cat that he's kept frozen in his freezer. All right. Nice. And then he has to drink either his dad's cum or his mom's period. His <laughs> period blood to complete the trifecta. Uh, to bring the cat yeah. back to life. But I recommend it. Ruben and Ed, YouTube, watch it. <laughs> you can find me at rubenaned.com. You can buy it on DVD, and it's uh, I have the DVD, and the guy obviously burned it off of his computer because it's like blue, <laughs> and the label's printed on it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's like print, It's some guy made it at his house, the director, and... Gary, somebody, somebody ordered a DVD. <laughs> That's exactly. Shit. He's Go awesome, fire up though. that gateway computer. He makes, he's, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like if you like really weird films and he makes low budget films himself now and pr- they're awesome. Also yeah. good, bad, terrible. Yeah, okay. Very terrible. Yeah. Dude, thank you so much for hanging with us. Yep. It's yep. like, it's good to see you. I feel like it's been like an hour and a half since we last saw you. Like it just, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, it's totally. great to see your face and it's, it's, it's been super fun well Ryan and I FaceTime all the time every day <laughs> every day we talk every day <laughs> we have our 2pm FaceTime <laughs> call every day just, yeah. me and Josh just yeah. talk all the time and just no mm-hmm. one don't mm-hmm. tell anyone now uh, for real though awesome fucking talk to you man you're, you're, a, you're a special kind of dude especially in the history of story of the year in our, in our journey it's like that was a fucking rad part of it you yeah, know that, yeah. that tour we did hey yeah. shout out to our patrons Especially for that really insightful, um, would you rather that you no, provided you. to us? You are mm. our soul. You are the heart of what we do. For real, actually, uh, thank you for being patrons and supporting this podcast. If you want to be one of those people and support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash story of the year. It's a bunch of cool stuff available there. If nothing else, the Discord server you can be a part of by being a patron. It's tight. Um, if you want to follow band members, 
My name is Adam Russell. My shit's all at Adam the Skull. Mine's at boobless.com. At Don Marcello slash boobless at clompenis.fart. That's where you find me. Josh, tell him the shit. Mine's at booby miles. I'm at boobymiles.org. <laughs> this is the part where we get real professional on our podcast. We do uh, a real good job. Josh underscore Wills 29. Ryan Phillips, t- tell him just in case. I am Ryan Phillips. Same as every week. I know it's confusing. Mine, mine's boobless.com. Josh's is boobless.org. So don't no, confuse them. Don't go no, to the wrong one. one. Don't go to the wrong one. You will be shocked. Yes. All right, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening, Josh. I hope you have a great evening. Hope you guys do. Hey, you have a great <laughs> evening, and everyone else could fucking suck one. Okay.